Shine the light on those who are, you know, very talented. Shine the light. Shine the light. Because now we are in the time where you need to build an education, sport education. We should be able to identify some of these talents and then we groom them. Well, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been enjoyable. This is amazing. I hope that it would inspire many people. That's what we try to do with the podcast. Hello and welcome to In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. And today, 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 today is virtually the start of the World Cup. And boy, are we ready. Now, I've got to introduce you. But before I introduce you, this is, uh, this is Callan, by the way. And he is the Welsh fan. Um, but we started our journey, Callan, at, um, at being sports. We right? did. We did. When we first met at being, and we said for weeks we were going to do this, and I think we've saved it to the right time. Yeah. So please tell everybody, for everybody out there listening right now, who you are, what you do, and, and where you're from in Wales. Okay, I'm uh, Callum Bowden, and I've lived in Qatar for eight years. I'm originally from Cardiff and lived in Cardiff all my life until eight years ago. I jumped on a plane and moved to Qatar, not knowing how long it was going to be. And here we are, seeing the World Cup out. And and you're you're having a, a it's a dream for you, right? Yeah, you're it is, especially a a, yeah, sports enthusiast and a you know football enthusiast myself. And this is great, you know, my background and everything I work in is sports. And yeah, to have six weeks off now to relax, watch the football. I didn't know you at all before that evening, but ever since I've asked around. Callan, 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 Callan. Yeah, I can be famous for the wrong reasons and the right reasons. We'll try and stick on the right reasons. But yeah, it's, um, it was crazy because we never crossed paths before. And never? Even from our home country, we were probably closer than, from, than some Welsh fans coming over. Wow. Yeah, we're only over the bridge, Cardiff yeah, yeah. and Bristol. It, takes 20, it would take 20, 25 minutes. I, I've been there with Newport and we used yep. to get the train go. As young kids, we would get the train backwards and forwards from Bristol to Temple Meads to Cardiff. Yep, it, it was brilliant. You know, it was crazy. And when you said, oh, from Bristol, I was like, I've never heard of you. You've never heard of me. Have we, have we never crossed paths oh. in a bar in a... Out and about, how have we never crossed paths? Okay, so we're all dressed up here, and this is the way that we look, right? When, when, when we're going out with each other, because we stick together, me and you, yeah. and we're going to go to the Wells, I'm going to go to some of the Wells games, and I don't know if you're going to some of the England ones. <laughs> Wales, England. <laughs> we're sticking at that. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I've got a, I'm going to the Welsh, uh, the Welsh game for, um, for America, because my grandmother was yeah. from, from Aberdeer. As you were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the valleys. So and... I'm, I'm really proud of I am still proud of the um, the, the Welsh. My Welsh roots. Yeah, my Welsh roots. I don't think you can get any kind of um, chilling um, when the, you've got the Welsh singers. Yeah, and uh, going back to your Welsh roots, even it reflects in our squad. A lot of the a lot of the players, you know, follow their roots and go on their grandparents' uh, nationality and where they were born. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I think I read it the other day it was eight or nine players, and I think we're one of the most of English-born players but go on their grandparents' roots. Now, that's not saying they're not good enough to reach the England team, but we'll take them. Oh, come on, look it, look it. The, the one and only, right? I, I, I was so wishing, one at the start of his career, because I am old enough to remember, um, it, I, I was just hoping that he was going to come over for the, the England team. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he was going to hop. I don't think he was going to jump ship yet. And uh, yeah, to this day, you know exactly what he does. Yeah, and he, he is going to be, he's going to be, and, He's going to be the one that, that really sets this for the Welsh. He could set this alight for you, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of our squad is quite young. We've got a few experienced players, but I think his, his success in football, I mean, his success is just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Tr trophies, Champions League finals, Champions Leagues. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, the young boys really bounce off his, his character and how he carries himself. How he handles himself as well. He's gone abroad, and he's come back into where uh, he's come back over into the Premier League. Now he's obviously gone into the States. Obviously, you're talking about Bale. Yep, yep. The, one, the one and only. Yeah, and, uh, he's a Cardiff boy, and you know, grew up in Cardiff, and you know, not far from me, 15 minutes. And yeah, he went to a high school which was very, you know, pronounced for their their sports. You know, Sam Warburton, Geraint Thomas, the cyclist, 
uh, they've all come out of Whitchurch High. So I think their PE teacher deserves a lot of praise. Yeah, <laughs> but you normally find that with the podcasts that we do, you normally find that it's it's those those people in those schools, in colleges, in, and where they, they look at somebody. It, I had somebody on there and they said it was just because she, they watched her throw a tennis ball, that then she became a javelin thrower and she got to the Olympics. And it was just because somebody spotted her throwing a ball well. And she went to the Olympics. What a f- fantastic! These these people do really hold the, these these kids in their hands, right? Yeah, and I, th- I think you know, physical education in a whole is developing. You know, it's, I think there's lots of tests going on in schools and identity talents now, where they can really see strong developers and they can you know identify natural talent from a younger age now, just just through looking at them and seeing their results and basic testing, which is great because I know for the fact it's being pushed in the UK as well now. And it's great to see here. I, I know they go around all the schools here, testing them yearly. So, you know, it's great. And hopefully we can just produce more and more. So let's talk a little bit about Wales. It's got the best coastline that you can think of, especially going up to Tenby. Tenby, yeah. beautiful. Tell us what, what Cardiff has to, what, what is it like? I know that, the, that we've got the, the valleys and we've got all those, but you've got everything there. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're very, very green. And I think, you know, that's what separates us from a lot of, uh, lot of the UK is we're only 4 million, maybe just over now. We're one of the smallest nations in the World Cup, I think along with Qatar and Uruguay. Um, but I think, Wales is a beautiful country. I know it's my home. Uh, and a lot of people, especially in Qatar, when they used to fly to Cardiff, a lot of people would say how green and how beautiful the city was staying in Cardiff. And, you know, that's where I'm from. And yeah, the further west you go, like you say, down to Tembe, you know, you follow the coastline, beaches down there. I know we don't get the sun, but, you know, it's, it's beautiful. I'm going to get our editor right now, right now. I'm going to get him to, because it's you talking and, and your Welsh accent, you talking just gets that male voice choir going. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that really does get, that really. And when you get to a place like, I remember Ninian Park. Yeah, the, right? old, the old Ninian Park. But now you've got the Millennium Stadium. And the Cardiff City Stadium, yeah. So, yeah, and I think the where you come from, the male choir is... Uh, the history of Wales is, you know, the coal, the coal mine, and the miners, and I think that's that was their that was their thing in the evenings, you know. It that's, is definitely playing in the background. Now. Yeah, now no, and you know, and the Erie, and I think the coal mine disaster of Aberfan, and you know, there's a lot of history there. You know, when people visit Wales now, what to do? They always go and visit a coal mine. They always visit the big pit, let's say. Um, and you can, it's great because there is a Welsh choir coming over for the yeah. World Cup and they'll be, they'll be performing on the night before the, f- oh. the opening, or the night of the Please opening ceremony. Please get me a ceremony. ticket. I, 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 I literally, I don't But you go to the opening ceremony, right? Oh, no? yeah. <laughs> but no doubt there'll be another performance. And um, yeah, I think it goes through into the rugby history then, the success there. And, you know, it, that is very Welsh choir. Um, and now, yeah, it's coming to football. And of course, the famous Amaro Heed now is pretty much our second national anthem in yeah. football, you know? I'm, I'm kind of, and, and you're going to get a lot of English English fans out there going, is he, if, is he England fan for England? And he's saying about the world. I do. I've got to be honest. I, I, I think that you're, as you said, a small nation. But what passion, what determination, what what strength that you're... I, I, I remember what strength you, you come from, people come from Wales with. Do you know, it's... Yeah, and they're the most loveliest people. Yeah, you know? that's what they always say, right? They always say we're the most polite. Maybe not myself, but... <laughs> I, I remember, I remember, and I, I don't want to talk negatively, but it was my grandmother's funeral. And so we went over to Wales and um, and we were getting ready to go into the cars and everything. And there were some young kids and they had their baseball caps on and everything. And they come past, they stopped and they just... Nodded t- their head, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, like you say about that togetherness, and I think the success now of Welsh football has purely been because of that, the together stronger, is that that's what we go by in, through the Football Association of Wales. And that's our slogan, is just together stronger. And I think... That now is proving to be our success from Euro 2016. And I think that was the change in the whole of our success of football. Yes, rugby has always been successful. It was always the main sport of Wales. And now football has caught it up. You know, I remember when I was a kid, my dad would drag me on a rainy night. We were playing against Azerbaijan, Millennium Stadium, 3,000 people. You know, we'd probably get beat or, you know, we'd win 1-0. I was like when we had John Hartston, you know, Ryan Giggs. We still had good players, Robert Earnshaw. 
uh, speed he was playing. But yeah, I think now the success has really come from that togetherness. And, you know, I think it's once in a lifetime opportunity when we were on this Lucille Stadium tour together and we were oh, with the dear. Austrian media and obviously we beat Austria in the first leg of the playoff. And one of the Austrian was like, the best thing ever was the Welsh national anthem because it's all the acapella. Yeah. You know, we bring it in and then the crowd just take over and, yeah. you know, you can hear it from my house. You know, my mum's always there listening. My dad will be at the game. But it's always like people on their doorsteps are listening to it. It's just, it's I even. I can't. We've got tickets for the, the Welsh game, the England and Wel versus Welsh. And that will be magnificent, I think. I think it'll be a great atmosphere then. I think obviously over the years, yes, England were known for their, their troubles and stuff. But I think especially this World Cup with it being so close together, I think it, it completely brings the religion of football. I think it's going to bring more fans together, um, especially in Wales as well. Obviously, Cardiff Swans was one of the biggest derbies out there in the UK. You know, even in Europe, I'd say, was yeah. one of the biggest derbies. And like you said, Ninian Park. Yeah, I remember sitting in, you know, as a kid of eight, nine, and I was with Tom Heaton, and he was stood by his car when he was on loan with us. And we were watching into the park, and, you know, people were going at it together scraps and obviously since we moved to the Cardiff City Stadium they've obviously moved to Liberty and obviously the police bubble you don't get so much confliction but I think the success of Welsh football have sort of diluted that derby now don't get me wrong the passion is still there from yeah. both sides of fans yeah. and uh, even when you go up to North Wales now you've got Wrexham who have American owners they've had investment and you know they're selling out that race course every time now and you know sitting Comfortably looking for promotion Deadpool. from the national. I can't believe the Deadpool guy, the actor yeah, for Deadpool, yeah. bought Rex at right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, even when I've, you follow him on Twitter now, and you just see their fans, and you even see their owner, he goes to the, you know, after the game, and you know, they all talk how highly, he just gets so emotional. And he, you know, the, the other day there was the Welsh Awards, and he was there speaking Welsh, you know, learning a, a bit of no a bit way. of the language. Yeah, not much, but he, you know, he he gone above and beyond to to learn it. Uh, so yeah, I think the the whole Welsh, in the whole Welsh football now is just is it's just flying, and hopefully you know it can long may it continue. I I I think that that as an Englishman, as long as yeah, I'd like we'd like to think that we won the group, but it's a tough tough group. It is a tough group, and I think when you look at the you know the rankings, let's say you know you boys obviously don't get wrong, will be favourites to win it. Uh, just like you were in Euro, Euro 2016, but you didn't quite make it. Uh, we will, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, even the States, the US, and, you know, funny enough, it was the first year I've watched a CONCAF qualification because I, I live with a Canadian guy. So, you know, we really got into the CONCAF qualification, you know, watching those games this year. And yeah, I, I don't think you really know how strong they are. You know, they've got a couple of Premier League players now. Even when you look at the likes of Iran, nobody really knows, really knows what they yeah, can bring to yeah, the table. Yeah. But... I think if you look at the FIFA rankings now, between Wales, Iran and uh, the US, I think there's about five spots, you know, so it's sort of like a group of death when you look at that rankings really for right. that second place yeah. going on, you're going to, you're going to top it. Well, I'm, I'm just worried. I am literally, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I don't see teams wise. Um, we've got a great team. We've got some real in-depth players. I, I, I love them. I love them. And, and I don't think we're just relying on Harry Keane. I think there's many people to come in and assist him. And I, and I love our goal, goalkeeper. I think he's, he's brilliant. And he's Pickford. Pickford. Oh, my God. <laughs> he directs them. But he's so good at getting that ball out so quickly. Yeah, you can see his passion when he plays for, when he plays for Everton. You see him week in, week out. He's always over to the fans. And if the fans are giving him some stick back, he's giving it back to oh, them. I, don't, yeah. I think he really you know, he cares about football. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think it's just in him that he cares about purely about the football. Yeah, you know, and even when they lose, he's over to the fans. They're giving him stick. He's giving it back to them. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's doing his best. I hope that um, I I only say this because he he was at Bristol City and boy did because he went from Chelsea. Abraham Abraham, I can't remember the striker, the big tall Sammy. No, Sammy no, Abraham. No. Abraham, uh, the the one that plays in Milan, I think it is. I but he was with Chelsea. Okay, I can't. Abraham, I'm I'm sorry, Abraham. It's, it's a real bad one for me to mess up here on this, but I I used to follow. He he made our team brilliant at Bristol City. He was on loan from Chelsea, 
And by golly, was he good. You knew he was good. And now he's doing wonderful things in, in Italy. And, um, and I, I, I would love to see him come here and be, be the, get the golden boot himself. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, when you go on that Bristol City thing, I think you boys have been floating around the championship for a long time now. I think Too you always have a good start or you fall off. And I think that's what a championship is all about, just being consistent. I mean, you lose two games, three games in a row and you're back in the bottom half. You win two games on a bounce, it gives you that momentum. Because yeah. you got think they're playing, most of the weeks they're playing Saturday uh, and then they're playing Tuesday or Wednesday. And there's a lot of travelling wow. in the championship. And like you say, our games would be always be a derby, so we'd always be on telly. Yeah. But yeah, 12 o'clock, right? <laughs> yeah, it would always be a 12 o'clock, that's right. <laughs> yeah, of course. They, they wouldn't want no drunk fans in, right? Yeah, they yeah. want to try and stop that, but that, that just means they get up earlier, right? Because yeah, that's yeah, the passion yeah, of them. Yeah, you, know, yeah. they, you see yeah. them, you know, they'll just do an all-nighter on a, on the Saturday night. I remember um, we were playing Hull in the, um, the playoffs at Wembley, and we went down to Wembley, and I, I was planning all my, um, uh, all my um, after after the match when we celebrated. In my mind, I was trying to visualise. And then uh, Dean Windass... Yeah. come at the edge of the box and, and spelted one that was it good night Irene it was like it, that was all over but I, I it, uh, talking about the passion it just gives you so much passion right and and this is what we're getting now yeah. the World Cup is here definitely I think it, you know I used to follow Cardiff and you know, go on to FA Cup finals at Wembley and playoff finals you've done really well yeah that. you know we've had heartache you know we've had success we've gone up to the Premier League we dropped back down a couple of times over the past eight years and I think now that following, that buzz is coming back because I haven't really got it since since I've been here in Doha. Actually, you know, the obviously the club football here is, doesn't get a massive following. Yeah, I watched a few of the international games here, um, but obviously the club level trying to go in week in week out and commit to it and timings with work or you know something just didn't click. And yeah. so I haven't really followed you know the football team, and now it's here and you, know, you can follow your home country in a place you've called home for the yeah. past eight years. Yeah. Um, and I think it's been a real good buzz with the Welsh. You know, they you know it's our first World Cup in sixty four years. It's it's it's, it's just, magical. It's, it, it it's literally magical. is. And you know, as as much as it is magical, and you know, we're counting ourselves. You know, people are trying to say, uh, you know, it's our first World Cup. Let's just go and enjoy it. But at the same time, people are expecting us to get out of that group. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you know, in all seriousness, especially Rob Page has really talked about is. Yeah, this is our first World Cup in 64 years, but we're not there f to make up the numbers. Yeah, you know we've earned our spot. There, you know we, we had the delay uh, with the Ukraine game, of course, because of the the war there, and you know we would have won at last to qualify. Um, so yeah, coming out here now, it's here, and you know I think there is an expectation to reach at least the last 16, especially with our success in 100 in the in the past two Euros. Yeah. and I think that's not what the younger generation realise because. I got a little brother and he's sort of grown up with Euros, you know, beating Belgium, reaching the semi-finals, and then obviously qualifying for the last Euros. We get out of the group, obviously we lost to Denmark there. But, you know, they've grown up around all this Welsh success. Yeah. You know, they've just, you know, fallen into it. You know, my dad's waited all of his life to go to a World Cup. They, the younger generation really don't realise how lucky they are. You know, and it's going to be great to see the kids over. And I hope, you know, a lot of families are coming over. I know it's still in school back home, so probably not as many, but really want to see the kids go and enjoy it and, you know, realise that, you know, it's us at the World Cup. All my life, all my life, I've been itching to go to a World Cup and now it's here. And 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 this is the magical stuff for us because we were chosen as the the um, the fans yep. for Qatar. Yeah, and... Yeah, I think that was, it was great because I think the experience we got off that, you know, we were going on TV and, you know, we could, especially I think for myself, because Wales, people, you know, some people didn't even know where it was and yeah. you've got to really explain it to them, break it yeah. down, you know, yeah, we're part of the UK, but, you know, we're not as big as England, we're next to England, we border with them. And I think that's been really good. And I think when we done that being sports one and they went live to Wales and they went up in Wrexham and the guy next to me goes, they're in Leicester. No, Wrexham, you know, that, that's in Wales. I don't know why they went to Wrexham. <laughs> they could have got a Cardiff, but um, but yeah, it's just I think it, it's been a real good buzz. You know, to people asking you know, you're from where they recognise it now. You know, yeah. especially I think since all the flags have been up around the city, you know, everywhere it's been great. You know, I, I think we have one of the best flags in the world with the dragon oh, on. Oh, one hundred percent. And um, yeah, even to the point now where I was just walking in a compound the other day, and one of the kids come up to me, knows I'm from Wales, and. 
oh, I can speak Welsh, you know, because the, the FAW have come over with the Earth, which is the Welsh, you know, really promoting Welsh and Wales. And um, they've been going around to schools and you know, doing little conferences with them and, you know, little oh, activities. Whoa, whoa. And uh, yeah, he counted, he said, good, you know, hello, good morning to me and counted to 20. And I was like, it's really good because I don't speak Welsh myself, you know, the basics we get by, but from Cardiff, you know, it's not really, it wasn't, especially growing up, it wasn't really pushed on us to speak Welsh, which is a shame really, you know, yeah. it, you know, and this little kid from Poland actually, you know, 10 years old is here greeting me in Welsh and counting, you know, I think it's just great to see that around Doha. And, and I'm not going to, we're not going to touch on this. We'll go over it. And I know that there'll be people that make some comments, but, but what is Qatar like? What, what, what is it? What does it mean to you? Yeah, I think when I moved out here, I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I moved out here really quickly in a couple of months and I was here. Um, and I settled in really well. You met a good group of people. Uh, the social life was good here, better than actually back home, I would say, um, which people, a lot of my friends couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, when posted on Instagram and, and stuff like that, it was people were like, yeah, you're in Qatar, you know, what's it? I'm like, well, you know, it's pretty crazy on a Friday, you know, it's, we're going from 12 till early hours of the morning. And I think it's, it, they, I think a lot of the media have been very harsh on Qatar. Harsh. I mean, no country in the World Cup is perfect. And I think even when you look at the likes, like the LGBTQ+, I mean, I, I could probably think of six or seven now, which it's also illegal that the homosexual side of it is in Africa. Yeah. You know, so where do we take the World Cup? I watched a great video of, of Piers Morgan actually saying this. And he was like, you know, what country is actually perfect that's in the World Cup? You know, where could we actually take it? And it's, it's actually perfect. I, I, I think with all of it, it's it's like I I always say this to people. It's just just have the respect. It's like I I if one of I've got four kids. If I if they were making out on the sofa, I'd say, Oi, yeah, yeah. You, go. you go, yes, off you go. So I don't care at anybody. It doesn't bother me at all, and I don't think it's going to bother too many people here either. I think that the, the way that they've they've um, conducted themselves is 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 very well, and the way that they they took this responsibility of because it's a big responsibility, and whatever people say, don't knock them for that because yeah. they've had the heart and the determination, and they've got a nation. And when I say a nation, I mean the whole nation, not just the the ex. Uh, um, the locals, but the expats have got behind this. And it means just as much to us as it does to them. So this is the thing. And I, I, I kind of, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of being a part of, of what's here. And, and, and yeah, as you said, it's a little bit, it's, it's a little bit harsh. Nobody's perfect, but hey, look at, if, if we want to look back at the UK, how many homeless have we got right now? There we go. And, and I, I think we go back to that thing of respect. Respect. Uh, you know, would you, any country you go to, what would you do there that you wouldn't do here? I, yeah, and I think a lot of people fish for the attention here. You know, we had that protester here the other week, um, you know, protesting about the rights and stuff. And, you know, he didn't get arrested. No. He was just asked to put his sign away. Yeah. And on you go. I think, yeah. I think they're looking for something. They, I think, come here. Would you do it if you went to the UK? Would you do it if you went to anywhere else? No. So just because you're coming here... I know you want to try and make a point or you're trying to make things fairer or be like the Western world, but no, it's, it's the Islamic culture, it's the Islamic law. And I think it, you know, my past eight years have been a great experience. Great experience. Yeah. Like, a super. Great, a super experience. And they're going to say, yeah, yeah, because we've seen all the, I don't care what they think, think anyway. And that's what I kept on saying to, don't focus on it. Focus on what you're good at and what, what the country's good at. And I say everybody in the country is the togetherness. And I think that, that one thing I will say before we move on to another topic is, is that, I don't know about you, but I've I've not experienced in all of 13 years that I've been here, I've not experienced any um, any um, crime. No, yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, funny, I was doing an interview yesterday with uh, some broadcasters from the UK and, you know, they were like, oh, we're going to go film over there and they didn't want to leave their stuff. And I said, oh, leave it, you know, leave it on the bench. If you come here tomorrow, I promise you, somebody has picked it up and give it to security or it'll still be there. Nobody would have touched it. Um, so I think, yeah, they are coming to one of the safest countries in the world. The crime is really low here, I find. You know, it's, it's when you're walking down the street, you're, you're pretty free, you know. It's, um, yeah, there's not much going on yeah. uh, in terms of crime. And, 
apart from people who look for it, you know, which I hope they don't do when they come here. I don't want people to look for the trouble or yeah. to try and prove a point. Yeah. I think if people come here and just respect, and what they also got to respect is that, you know, the police force coming in for this, majority of them, English is probably their third, fourth language. Yeah. So I think people just need to be patient. Yeah. Um, you know, when you look at the workforce here in, in the hospitality, I, I, I've never experienced a better hospitality than here and yep. I think it's very similar in Dubai yeah um, you know the hospitality is great and you know these people just need to be patient it, you know English is their like I said the second or third language yeah um, you know but they're great at it. They're, it it's great it's great and we've got and with with the local Qataris the, the UK has got such a great reputation so they're embracing they want it to of course come and, yeah like you say majority of the Qataris go and study in the UK. Yeah, of course. So, you know, especially when you go back to Cardiff, you always see them there and, you know, yeah. it's they got a massive, you know, following there. Yeah. Uh, when you look at London, you look at what they're investing into London and, you know, it, it is, it is. Just... It's, it's an amazing place. It's, it's an amazing place. Now, we've seen it over the past years, the build-up to this, this kind of World Cup. And it's been quite incredible because it changes on a day, the landscape changes on a daily basis. Um, and it's it's kind of it's going in the positive way. It's 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 just always thinking about the twenty thirty vision, right? Because that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, I think they have. You know, people also think, you know, well, Qatar only have the World Cup, but what they don't realise is Expos here next year. Then, education. Yeah, the education here. Universities from America have set up here. You know, I don't think they have a short term vision. Their vision is twenty thirty. Um, so I think they've really you know sustained on you know completing that. Um, but like you say, that you know your commute to work. I always, I always say this: when you, my commute to work was always different. A road would be closed. Yeah. You'd see a stadium popping up next to you. Yeah. You'd see a new road opening. You know, it's it, it was just it's it's been fantastic. You know, do you remember the old roundabouts with the traffic lights yeah. on? You know, yeah. sports city roundabout. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. sports roundabout. You know, that was probably one of the worst roads in Qatar at the time. You know. I remember trying to go from Al Wab to West Bay and it would take you 50, 60 minutes because you'd hit the traffic. And now you look at it and uh, 20 minutes and, and you're there. You I, know? I kind of, and all these arterial roads, it's like I live in Wukair and it's like the, the road, I could be anywhere in yeah, Qatar. All yeah. the ring roads and yeah, like you say, you know, they've widened the roads and now you just, I'm really looking forward to my dad coming because he hasn't been for a few years and I want to see him. And when he comes here, he'll be like, well, where's that gone? Where's that gone? Yeah. You know, it's, it's just changed every day. And like you say, especially with the stadium, you know, you'll see a new piece pop up and uh, the transformation of the Khalifa Stadium. You know, that, that was pretty crazy for me because I used to see it every day. Yeah. You know, and the roof being put on, and it was a two sheets one day, one sheet the next in. You know, next thing you know, it was, it was done. That was, that's probably my favorite stadium. That's the, the, the Khalifa. It's got some history behind it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we brought 50 students over from the UK and we walked through the tunnel to go out onto the pitch in the running track and it was just a really amazing experience and we didn't realise it was just by pure luck that the, um, and this was going back in 2019, where the Lionesses was playing uh, and they were training Yeah, and we went in there and um, uh, Phil Neville was the manager and he came and took a picture with us. It was it was brilliant, and they went on to the semi-finals and got beat by America. Um, but it was it was um, it was really special, and I think that's what holds a, a really good place for me is is why Khalifa Stadium is so important. But then you've got Albayat Stadium. Albayat Stadium is yeah, that's an ironic stadium. You know, it's it's that's fantastic. I haven't been there yet. I've seen it, of course. Oh dear, I haven't been super. inside. I'm really looking forward to going inside it for the opening ceremony. I, uh, I'm I'm excited for that first game. I'm I'm excited because people say what's going to happen after the stadiums. But the the great thing about this is it's that that Qatar is growing so so much, and you've got our core that's that's growing now, and you've got a stadium that's going to virtually be their community. It's got parks, it's got lakes around it where you can go in the the pedal boats, and there's fitness tracks. Look at the the, the cycling track that goes. Is it 39 kilometers for Lucille, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think when you touch on that is. Um, you know, the, I think Doha now is sort of expanded. You can't really say you live in Doha because I think there's areas, like you say, Alcor, which are developing and growing, and Wakera, Al Wakra is growing. Yeah. You know, all these little areas of growth. You have to say Qatar now, and then where do you live in Qatar? Well, I live here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can really see the growth of it. And then, like you say, when you went to the Khalifa Stadium and the 
the lionesses were there. They they're pushing for the female participation in sport as well. Which one hundred percent. I think you really see it now with their you know they on the grow the grow with their participation in the Olympics and yeah. all the Asian games. You know yeah. you, you do see a lot more females you know taking part in that, which is it's great to see. No, it's, it really is good to see. And and touching on that as well, the the sports here in Qatar. It's like I would advise anybody to come out and get some work experience out here because they're special, special venues. That the Spire Academy is something else, isn't it? The, the facilities. We went that, there with the students yeah, too. The they facilities were like, that they host and you know, their rehabilitation centre with Aspatar and that that is just, you're probably not going to get anywhere better in the world unless you want something really, really, really specific. Yeah. Um, they got everything there, you know, and you look at it, they're backing onto training pitches, they're backing onto rugby pitches, they're backing onto the Khalifa Stadium, the Aspire pitches then. Yeah. You know, we've been lucky enough to play football on it in just a community league here yeah. and you're just, you're like, just beats any pitch back home. Unbelievable, <laughs> right? And then, and then you've got the, the um, I like the one also, it lights up at night, it's beautiful, is the um, Education City. Okay, yeah, Education City, one. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think you've got the Ahmed Bin Ali Stadium, which yeah, that's a good one. Which I went there Wales played Australia. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the, the last two games, the finals were played there. Yeah, the keeper, the keeper, throw the water oh, bottle oh. with the tactics on. Um, yeah, that stadium's pretty cool. You're very close to the metro. Yeah, uh, everything is there's it's spaced out. Nicely. There's a great flow to it. You know, yep, you're right next exactly. to the mall. Yeah, you come off the metro station, you walk straight to the stadium, and you're straight back on. Yeah, um, and that, of course, Wales were unlucky that they play all their group games in that stadium, you know, just just the one stadium, which was the only negative, I'd say, on yeah. Wales coming to the World Cup, if there was one. Um, but then you would look at the, um, what have I said, Lucille Stadium. Lucille. When we had the tour of it, that was... <laughs> we, we, we had a special tour. Yeah, that right? was that was pretty spectacular, yeah, wasn't it? You was. know, going out onto the, the, the terrace there and, you know, just how high it went. and It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And then you've got Al Janoub. Janoub, yeah. And I, I remember going to the first... Janou yeah. game, I think it was we were, the, must have been there at what, the, same the time. Qatar Cup. I think it, it was, was a cup uh, final. Duhel and um, it was Duhel, and I think it was. Um, uh, I could be wrong, but I think it was Al Sad. Sad. Yeah, I was going to say Sad. Yeah. Was it Sad? I think yeah. it was Al Sad. Yeah. But it was. It was magnificent. It yeah. was magnificent. I remember going there, and, and actually the the surround works wasn't really finished. The car yeah. park was still rocky. Yeah, yeah. And we had a bit yeah. of a walk, but it, no. When you walk into it, you know, there's so much going on around. Yeah. I think it was 25 minutes and, and we were in and they had, it was the first time I think the Wakra Metro had just opened so yeah. everybody was sort of trying to use the Metro and it was the new the new transport system to use and yeah. they were encouraging to use it um, so yeah I think yeah Janoub is a and I think it's right beautiful. up there beautiful I lived I lived just I would say not even three minutes away from there. So yeah. it's a beautiful, beautiful place. And when it's lit up, oh my word, that's a nice place. But let's talk about 974. 974 is a great one, I think. That's very unique. And I, I really want to get tickets for that one. And I think I ended up getting one of the Cameroon, Serbia, I think it was, maybe one of them, uh, just to take my little brother there, because that obviously is planned to be taken down and yeah. you know put into to elsewhere, uh, probably a little bit later than they planned now. But... You know, you're right on the beachfront. I think it's the first stadium you see coming in yeah. off the airport, which yeah. is, it's spectacular to see you come in the main road off the airport, you just look right and you see that shipping container. I think the whole the whole idea of it, you know, the 974 being the code, uh, yeah. the country code, the 974 uh, containers being used, yeah. um, the location of it on the port where, you know, it's Qatar is renowned now for, for the imports of stuff. And along that Corniche area, it is, you know, it's probably one of the most... The Corniche, look at the Corniche, what now, a spectacular. That, yeah, being closed and... That's going to be spectacular. I think it's great for the fans when they come here and they'll, they'll just look around it. I think I made the mistake when I first moved in. You start at the Sheraton, you think, oh, I'll jog around to the mosque and I'll jog back, you know, and you're going along and you're thinking... Oh, shall I turn around now? No, I got to get there. And you get there, and you think, oh, I regret that now because you got to get all the way back. It was, um, but that the whole along the Cornish, and I think they'll have loads of entertainment, and with the fan, uh, the FIFA fan zone being just in Albida, um, yeah, and you see the redevelopment of it, and you know, the underpasses, the you know the, the shops they've put in, the, the under understairs, you know, and the cafes that they've put there now, and yeah, you've just seen it change, you know, yeah. and, and and I'm going to say as long as maybe three, four months ago, you know, that looked to not be nearly complete. And the turnover of it, and yeah. you walk down there now and you're like, gee, where did, they, where did this come from? Albert, we, I, I, the, one of the ones that I like as well is Altamama. 
Tamama, yeah, uh, represents the, the Kutra, right? So it's the, the hat, and I think there's a lot of a lot of history there with that one. Yeah. I haven't been to that stadium yet, but I remember driving and just thinking it took seven minutes to get from there to the Janub. You know, it's literally on the same road. You just yeah. see see the stadiums, and if you went further back, you'd see the Khalifa on the right, and if you went further back then, you'd see Lucille on the left. So on one road, you've seen four World Cup stadiums, probably within a 15 to 20 minute drive, that be it in the distance off the road. But, you know, you, you do see four World Cup stadiums on one road drive. I'm going to just make sure that we haven't missed any out. Our Khalifa, uh, Khalifa Stadium, um, Janoub, uh, Altamama, Lucille, um, 974. Education uh, City. Education City. Then Albayat. 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 Which one? What are we missing? What are we missing? There's eight, right? Yeah. What one are we missing? No, come on, you got it. You should have started north and worked your way okay, south. Let's, okay, let's go with it again. I'll bait. Okay. Furthest one north. Education City. Yep. Ahmed Bin Ali. How do oh, we miss it? Oh, dear. Ah, there you go. Okay. We mentioned it, yeah, but, so we mentioned <laughs> them all, so we were right. There we go. But missed that, baby. But but I like that one where it's kind of, it's open, it's going to be nice in and out, it's it's well thought of, it's well planned, it's a, a, a great one. Definitely, I think as well, I'll bait, got the beautiful park and oh, the beautiful dear. green, you know, just outside, I think that's a special one. And then when you, when you kind of, when you do see that, right, when you do see that, it's good that you brought that up because there's quite a few of them that's got exercise things around them. Yeah, the, the parks, the exercise tracks. Spongy yep. running tracks and cycle tracks. And it's just fitness, fitness, fitness. Yeah, and I think the, the Ahmed Bernie Stadium, we were playing tournaments on the, the training pitches just next to it. And, you know, you're right in the year. It's been great for me because, you know, I'm like, whales are playing in there. And, you know, so when we're playing there at night and it's all lit up, you know, that's just, it's just fantastic stadium. It's, it's, it's a wonder that... I can't wait. I'm, I'm so, I'm literally, I'm just talking about it now. I'm so nervous. <laughs> For the, that first. Nervous energy, right? It, we're going to be at the, we're going to be, we're lucky enough that we've been invited to the opening ceremony. Very, very. And yeah, I think we were waiting and waiting. Will we, will we? Um, then it comes through. Like, yeah, we got it. We're going <laughs> to be there. Yeah, I think as well, I, along with that, you know, I was like, got to take my dad. You know, so I changed his flight so a day earlier because he wasn't meant to come in until the Sunday night. Oh, that's uh, good. With Wales playing the next day. So now magical. I was like, right, straight on the phone to him, I was like, you need to change your flight. Well, I can't. you need to change your flight. You know, you're coming a day earlier. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity that you know, you're going to get to see the opening ceremony of the first World Cup in the Middle East. And we're going to be with 50 of our own supporters which would be great we can bring an atmosphere there oh dear I've got the drum he was on the podcast the other week with the trumpet, trumpet. The, he's going to let me use the cymbals ah uh, there we go <laughs> so you can have that I mean, you'll be on the pitch you I, can play the national anthems listen, I told him I didn't want the triangle that's the only thing I didn't want I didn't want the triangle uh, yeah, no, that, was, that was the one just to, to keep the parents oh, up that one at the back. oh so so we're going to be there I, it's going to be emotional it really is going to be emotional to be part of this and to be, we are quite a, we are quite a big part of this. Yeah, quite a big the, lot of responsibility. The shows that have gone on in the inaugural sort of games for the, the stadiums, the opening of them, the Janoub, there was always a ceremony around yeah. it. And if you're going by that, uh, you know, the the, final, uh, the opening game has, you know, I, I can't really think what could top it. You know, through opening, I remember the Janoub, the celebrations at the start, you know, really amazing graphics and the way the floor flowed. Uh, so I'm really excited to see excited. what is going to happen in the yeah. uh, in the opening ceremony. I'm excited. I am excited. And and it's like our normal, it's, it's, it is a great place to live, right? Yeah, it, going back on it, it's, you can't really fault it. I mean, you look at the UK now and with the dip in the economy and, Nobody really knows what's going on there, do they? You know, and yeah. it's so nice to be here and watch it from afar because I thought if I was there now, you know, what would you be what would you be doing? And, you know, we benefit from it here with the pound crashing and stuff, you know, and not going on to the finance sort of thing. But then even when I speak to friends back home, you know, they want to get out of there. And I think here was all you know, it's it's almost like a getaway and you know, I do advise people, you know, jump ship. You know, some people do think, you know, they're home, home, home. Jump ship, just try it. Yeah. Worst case, you can always go back home. That's why I always lived on, you know, worst case, you could always end up back home. Ah, oh, dear. And there was a, I, I tell a little story, her name is Santini. 
and um, and she's an Indian, young Indian lady, um, girl. She she's she's still very young, right? And she done exactly that. She just kind of packed up and came to Qatar. And I'm going, are you crazy? Yeah. Are you crazy? And she said, Mr. Steve, I just want an opportunity, and I don't care if I've. I'm going to take that opportunity and I'm going to do something with my life. And and literally, she came here and she never even, she had a job, but it was kind of, it was one of those. And then within two weeks, I think she found herself another job. Yeah. And her life is, it, her life is going to change. Yeah. It's going to change forever. I think that's what Qatar is great for. Opportunities, yeah. you said it. Yeah, I think there's opportunities for everything here. Everything. You know, and people chop and change it into different, you know, different sectors of work. Yeah. I think there's opportunities and people need to I think relish it when they come in, you know, look at what a place this is. One of the smallest World Cups, you know, the opportunity they're gonna have that they can attend more than one game. And you know, there's I'm attending lucky enough to attend two games in one day. We got the Wales Iran at the one o'clock kickoff, and then I think it's Netherlands Ecuador no. for the seven PM kickoff, which are Ahmed Ben Ali. I can come back into the city, go to the fan zone or show show, show around a bit have a bit of bite to eat and then go to, I think it's the Khalifa Stadium then for that Unbelievable. one. Unbelievable. You know, there's not many people in a lifetime who can say they attended two games, two World Cup games in a single day. And I know boys who are doing three. I know boys who are doing four. Yeah. You know, I think, again, opportunity to do that. And yeah. especially a lot of Welsh fans on the WhatsApp and stuff, you know, a lot of them have managed to get tickets for other games. Whereas in another World Cup, with it being so spread out and different cities, you don't really get that opportunity. Yeah. You know, maybe the next day, yes, you know, you can go to the game. But I think especially for this one is, and you're not going to have to travel far. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm sorry that I'm going to do this. Who's your, okay. One of the things that I want to, who was, who has been your favorite manager of the Welsh team ever? Of the Welsh team ever. One that's speed. I'm going to say speed. Get it. Same it's, as mine. Yeah. And I just think... It was Toshak first and then Speed. And I think they really come together and said, you know, something's got to change. Yeah. You know, we had great players. We never had the success. You know, and it was going on for years. We'd always have the same. We'd always finish that third, fourth in the European playoffs to get to the Euros. We'd always finish fifth, probably fourth, fifth for the World Cup group to, to qualify. So, and we were always that team where I think teams looked at us and thought we'll beat them. And I think... When they came into charge, I think they really, they must have got together and said, you know, we're in for the change. And then under speed, I really think it come along and, you know, that togetherness come and, you know, what a shame, you know, what happened oh, to wow. him. And, Dread yeah, dreadful. Dreadful what happened to him. And then I think under Coleman then, the success that he Coleman brought. Coleman was quite good. And I think it just all lays in. And I think, yeah, the gigs, you know, we, we're still developing in the gigs and yeah, who knows what he could have achieved. But yeah. since Page have come in, you know, he's, he's done a great job and I think he's just carried on and I think in being a Valley Boys himself, you know, and it was great because he went back to the Valleys oh. to announce the squad. You know, and back to his hometown, no Tyler's way. town. Yeah, and you know, I think that was great. You know, just, it wasn't done in Cardiff. It wasn't done, you know, where at the headquarters. It, it was done in his hometown. You know, he brung, he, 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 he got us to the World Cup, you know, and I think, it was just amazing to you know follow that. Fantastic. And I think again it brings that Welsh passion, the togetherness, and the you know the slogan of together stronger just really brings it brings it through. Okay, then you're you're and that's what I like about the Welsh. <laughs> but then you the, the players who's the players that we got? I know Gareth Bell. Obviously, he sticks out like anybody. I think when you look at it, you know our team more or less Premier League. Championship League when obviously we got Ramsey over abroad and Pudu over uh, overseas Bale now in in the states, but I think you look at you know the lower league lower teams in the Premier League you know, we got Dan James at Fulham, uh, Harry Wilson who have come through the ranks at Liverpool also at Fulham now, so I think we do have really good youngsters there we got Chris Gunter and Wayne Hennessy with you know the skeletons of the team you know they, but the experience that they bring and you know the young boys can really learn off learn off them you know they're probably not going to be able to play 90 minutes or they might not play at all but them being there I think what they bring will only bring on all the youngsters you know and this is a great opportunity for the youngsters because pushing through for the next Euros it really gives them that experience and th then they'll bring the youngsters under them and everybody can sort of follow off 
Bale, Ramsey, Gunter, Wayne Hennessy, Joey Allen, you know, you know, our Welsh Javi. You know, it's You're getting it, me even more nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I just think the like you say, the togetherness that the boys can bring and you know, you see videos on you know social media now of when the boys meet up and I was the chief executive, we were lucky enough to you know to have a night with him when they were over just after we qualified. And he just says, you know, when the boys are together, you know, they don't want to be with nobody else. You know, boys that they go on holiday together. Yeah. You know, although they're not a club, you know, clubs together, you know, they they're going on holidays together, you know, on their off season, which is you know, it's just great to hear stuff like that. I think yeah. it's just great to know what's going on at the camp. So go on, give a message to your Welsh team. <laughs> no, I, I just think as as much as we're here in the World Cup, there is an expectation. Um, you know, and I, the boys will know, you know, Welsh boys will be behind them, you know, if we get an early goal, we'll be behind them. If we go behind, you know, we'll be behind them until the final whistle. We're not going to turn against them. And I think that's what's good about the Welsh. We, you know, the ex expectation is there, but we're never going to turn. You know, I don't think you'll see a fan leave early if we're 3-0 down in 97th minute. You know, I think there won't be a fan leaving. You know, I think we, the boys really appreciate it as well. I think that, you know, after the game, I'm sure they'll come over and you know appreciate the support and what the effort people have put through the the money they've spent you know to come over here um yeah and you know even the the other night it was 3 a.m i think they got to the hotel and there was six of us there albeit i will say there was a daffodil hat and that needs to stick to rugby <laughs> <laughs> but there was one you know uh so we'll say five five football fans we'll let the we'll let the other ones slip but yeah, even, you know, today, you know, oh, 3 a.m., I wasn't missing that. You know, I, I was up at 5 a.m. then for work, but, you know, I, I wasn't going to miss, you know, them arriving. And it was a shame that there's not a lot of, you know, a lot of us here because I've seen the Tunisian bus arrive and oh, they were surrounded, you know. And, and there were at least, I say, a thousand fans there surrounding the airbus. They were crawling, you know, whereas ours was straight in because there was only six of us there. But, um, yeah, so, you know, I think the, the message that, you know, the Welsh fans are bringing the Welsh team are going to bring it, it's just going to deliver us for the next four or five years. And that's why you're the fan leader here in Qatar. Yeah, we try, we try and do our best, don't we, Stevie? <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking mean, forward, I'm looking forward well, to be on this journey with you because we, we are, we're, the, we're, we're going to be so passionate. We're yeah. going to be, um, there's going to be the ups and the downs, but we're kind of, we've met and our friendship began because of football. Yeah, and, and it's great, right? You know, it's football brings friends together and people who live 30 minutes away from each other are now friends, you know, and, We'll be friends forever, you know. We'll catch up whenever we end up in the world, or if we're still in Qatar, we'll always catch up, even after the World Cup. Yeah, and and that's the bond that we'll always have forever and ever. It doesn't matter. It will be a bond. And that's going back on living in Qatar as well. I think you of get course. such a multicultural community here. You know, you make friends from all over the world, and it's always good. You know, when you're traveling, you know, you'll always meet up with somebody that you you, you know you met in Qatar. You know, whether you're in Asia, you know, you always have a contact somewhere. You know, if you go to Australia now, you know, you'd have a friend in Australia who'd put you up and, you know, you could catch up. It's, I think that's what Qatar brings with it being so small. And can you imagine how many friends we're going to make over the next, the <laughs> next month? Yeah. And, you know, again, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be one of those World Cups where football is the religion and, you know, that's what it brings. It brings the togetherness. You can see the fans starting to arrive now in their dribs and drabs, especially from South America, where they've been such a such a long journey over. You can see them, you know, turn up at the souk and really embracing the culture, the headscarves now. Yeah. Everybody's jumping on the hype of them. And uh, yeah, it's just, I think it's just going to be, it, it is going to be a one-off experience, which we're lucky to share. We're lucky to see it here. We're lucky to promote it here. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, 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 I'm kind of, we're going to share that together because it's going to be an amazing event. Yeah. Um, I, I really do thank you coming on. I yeah. Do what, what, what about England? Hey, listen, listen, about England. No, listen, listen, because I'm going to, I'm going to do a piece about England soon. But all I'd like to say, Gareth, Gareth Southcote, Mr. Gareth Southcote, um, all that, look, the, all the pelters you've taken just recently with this friendly matches, the European friendly matches, 
Forget it, Mr. Southgate. Forget it. Because you're the one that's going to bring this England football together. This England football oh, team baby, together. baby, you're the one now. You're is it? the one. Let, let me tell you, I have never stopped believing in you, Mr. Southgate. And I think you're the one to bring this team together. And I think we're going to have a massive World Cup. I want to say bring it home, but I'm going to leave it until we get closer. That's because I think you're going to have a special one. So thank you so much indeed. Have a great World Cup, England. Um, I think that you've got the special, you've got the makings. Gareth, bring them together, please. Let's do it. Yeah, and I think if there's any Welsh fans coming over, uh, really enjoy the experience. You know, if you do need any questions, we're always on the Twitter, you know, Red Wall Qatar 2022 and Instagram, we're on Red Wall Qatar. If you don't have any questions about Qatar and there's been loads coming in lately, I think now people are starting to pack their suitcases and they're starting to ask what to wear, what can we wear, the speedos, bucket hats, you know, yeah. expect to see a lot of these around as well, guys. Yeah. If yeah. you see one of these, you know, that is a Welsh person and that is our our tradition, our is bucket hats. Um, but yeah, just come over and uh, I really enjoy it. Make and friends. Make, yeah, make, make friends from, from everywhere. Make let's, friends. Let's try and change this whole, you know, the negativity of yeah. that the press have put on Qatar. Let's... Let's really, you know, make the most of this opportunity, I think. I, I, I agree with you. And, and again, it's a great note to finish on. Thank you so much indeed. Yeah, that's and, right. and just one more note before I, we leave. Um, I just want to say congratulations, Qatar. You, um, you've got the World Cup coming up now with the work and dedication that you've put in. And, and st- you've taken this on when a lot of people would have, would have walked away from it because they would have seen it as being too big. You didn't. And you changed along the way. You made improvements. You contested consistently improved and congratulations because you're going to be you're going to be on that world stage now and you deserve it I got one more yeah let's finish on this prediction shall we what's your predictions for the group B England Wales I, I what do you think the result's going to be I, I honestly I, I, I don't care I, as long as we get to the end of that group I'm hoping that we don't have to do any more. By the time we get to our game... That's what I'm hoping for. I think if that's my dream. Be, but it's a big cruncher, right? Because we all play... If Netherlands, are, which are favourites, to win their group, second we'll be playing Netherlands and first we'll be playing Qatar, Ecuador or Senegal. So it's going to be a cruncher. I'm going to go for the draw. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it, yeah. I'm going to go for the 1-1. I think one, so. I, th- I think so. And but the the one thing that I would say, I don't care who we've got to face. Yep. Because if you're going to win that world, you've got to beat the best. You've got to put. You've got to beat yep. the best. And I will drop got... it in Euro 2016. We did finish above you. Although we lost to you, we did finish above you on I, that Euro 2016. I kind of, I, yeah, and I, I want it to happen again. Yeah. I I I kind of I don't know what's coming. Um. But let's wait and see, shall we? <laughs> Thank you so much, Alan. Oh, good on you. Thank Cheers, you so TV. much indeed. Cheers Thank, you. Me on. Thank you everyone for listening. There's going to be more soon. Okay. Keep listening. Thank you so much indeed.